<laughs> you ready? I am ready. Okay, good. <laughs> good morning, and welcome back to Coworking with Iris, where we talk about coworking community. And in this is episode 18, and I will be speaking with Carl Talens. And I uh, have just met Carl, actually. We're broadcasting from his hotel room <laughs> in Las Vegas, where we were at the, where we are at the Global Coworking Conference. Excuse me, I'm wrong. We're at the Global Workspace Association Conference. Next week, I'll be at the Global Coworking Conference. And um, so Carl works for a company called Bisner. And Bisner is helping... Uh, co-working communities connect online as well as they're connecting in real life and so I wanted to have a conversation with Carl about what uh, what co-working companies can do or co-working communities can do um, to use the business platform to help connect them thanks Carl for being here and thanks so much for your patience with all the technical difficulties yeah, yeah, this yeah, morning yeah. it was a challenge wasn't it <laughs> yeah thanks for having me I really appreciate it yeah Thank wonderful you. to have you so tell us about yourself what's your co-working story um it's interesting it's um uh, how long do you have no <laughs> um it's 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 great to be here at the global workspace association conference this is the first time for me and I met quite a few other people it's the first time and I felt like a newbie like a the um, first time middle schooler, mm -hmm. right? You walk around, you have no idea what's going on. You don't know anybody. Very excited. You want to learn. You want to, you know, explore. And uh, that's how I feel today. Like actually, these two days at uh, at the conference. And I'm glad to hear that there are so many people actually at the conference. Mm -hmm. This is the first time they're to hear their co-working story. Mm -hmm. And for instance, one one of the guys I talked to was Nick Levine from Verizon, mm -hmm. and his experience is just one year at a co-working, and same for me. Um, I have a hospitality background, I studied hotel management, mm. and I figured out after spending some time in England and the, and the US and New York, New York City, um, that the hotel business wasn't really for me. Um, so I joined a financial company, I thought, okay, that might be interesting. And I got interested in the three years I was there in IT, mm -hmm. and um, so I organized several events to bring that financial, you know, financial partners um, into the IT environment, what IT could do for them, and got interested in it. And I joined an IT company there, and from there on, actually, I went to Microsoft. And then two, three, you know, two years ago, actually, one of my good friends, um, he said, Carl, we're doing something interesting. Uh, we're trying to create a platform for freelancers to connect to freelancers. All the freelancers in the world was very ambitious. Uh -huh. And do and you I want to... Do you want to, you know, have a look and help us and see, you know, what we're doing and from a marketing perspective and from a cloud perspective? So my background in Microsoft, I've been many years, is of course cloud. Microsoft transitioned into the cloud. So sure, and that was back early 2015. And um, and I got so excited. And um, long story short, I joined the company in the, in November timeframe. And um, and looking at to the trends in the co-working industry, um, so big booming and you know the WeWork stories, um, and you know the transition that the shared you know space is making to trying to get into the co-working as well, but we're really interested mm -hmm. and uh, and seeing actually when they started doing this is create this collaboration platform, and working from a co-working space in Rotterdam in the Netherlands, uh, you know I visited of course many co-working spaces yeah. to find out what is it exactly, what is this co-working <laughs> thing. And that got me really interested, and that's why I joined, you know, joined this. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And so um, I, I find it interesting that uh, they were trying to create a platform for freelancers, 
uh, to connect freelancers, sort of like a competitor to Odesk then. It's, it's, it's interesting. So one step back, actually, when they tried to collect, you know, create this collaboration tool, um, they got in contact with the, the organizer um, of Coworking Europe. Johnny. Mm -hmm. um, Johnny yes. Vuar. Okay. And they invited them. I wasn't there, but they invited both Chris, the co-founders, Chris mm -hmm. and Stefan, um, to go to Milan and you know met you know meet with many co-working uh, founders and co-working owners and operators, and they showed the product what they have. So this is really great. But uh, can you create a white label solution for us? Mm -hmm. uh, this is what we've been looking for for a long time. It is not quite there yet, but you know, can you create something? So working with quite a few co-working spaces, we're interested, saying, okay, sure, we can do this. And so um, working in partnership with you know, quite a few back in, in Europe, mainly in Europe at that time, uh, we created actually the version we have today. And so we launched the first version in the, uh, after testing and piloting um, in the February, March timeframe. And now we're issuing a few iterations uh, or releases further. Um, and we're now basically in, in 60, around 55, 60 spaces. Wow, that's a good yeah. amount. So it's, it's really, the feedback we got from a co-working conference, feedback from, you know, from co-working spaces, and then, you know, working partnership with them to, you know, make it better and, you know, where we are today. Yeah. And so rather than pivot and change, you really just add it because you're still Correct. serving a community of freelancers and, and helping them to collaborate. Correct, yeah. But you're also um, serving the co-working it's, it's well based on on the on the you know on the on the experience with the, the co-working uh, co-work here and of course also juicy you mentioned juicy earlier um where we attended in may uh based on their feedback saying hey can you create something you know for us mm -hmm. it's a similar story to what mark Gulbreth yesterday said liquid space that you know the shared spaces asked him hey can you build this for us mm -hmm. and um we already built something but then the question was hey can you you know tailor it to Right. working spaces right. and so that's our first what we see is our first channel or you know to get to you know a broader broader audience but we see the co-working world the co-working you know space as the first channel to reach out to a broader broader community mm -hmm. and it's right now it's when you look at business it's it's a very closed right it's it's for that particular co-working space only um, the social platforms we see in the community uh, but you can think of you know make it broader make it public you can you know, think about virtual co-working, for instance, that you member who aren't really members of your space or actually physical in your space, mm -hmm. but want to still connect to your want space to and, and want to attend, say, events or webinars that you're organizing. So give them the opportunity to become a virtual member. Right. Many spaces have community Correct. memberships or yeah. virtual yeah. memberships. So uh, as far as the platform goes, you know, what does it mean to collaborate? Is this like base camp for co-working or? Talk it's it's so the, the, the first the first I think important part is the community. You the community part is that you as a as a co-working space it makes it easier I think to connect uh, or to foster communication with your members. Um, but on the other side is also for the members to make it easier to connect to make that first connection, for instance, and then start actually um, you know making you know interesting conversations, mm -hmm. uh, even if it's open conversations or private conversations, because there's a chat functionality. And, and you and I talked about this earlier this week, right? We said, okay, um, community is all about one-on-one, -on -one. you know, human interaction, that's the, that's the thing that's most important. But there is, you know, sometimes you need a tool or something to make it easier to make that first step to connect with someone you don't know. Mm -hmm. Or to give an example of our own experience in Rotterdam, which is a 
people argue if it's a co-working space, yes or no, it's more hybrid. Uh, it's called HNK, a new contour, a new office, and they have 14 locations, 30,000 members. But the location we are in is more, they have more private offices and a smaller, you know, commons area. Um, but it was hard to find, you know, certain skill sets. So, mm -hmm. and we as a startup from 2014, of course, we're always looking for resources, right? To professional services and, hey, some legal advice or communication advice or, um, and back then, we were looking for, you know, a video production company, for instance, and we couldn't find one there because there was no no way to find out who was there in 750 members. And so we also thought, okay, it should be an easier way, you know, to find and connect with companies in this building. Um, and so that's why, you know, Bisner started adding new features and, 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 and the request also from one of the, the customers we have, ECE, which is the Erasmus Center for Entrepreneurship, I wrote to them. Um, they also use it to, you know, bring business to other members in the community. Mm -hmm. And an example was that one of the startups there uh, at the center, they got a project, but they didn't have the bandwidth to do it. And so they reach out to other members in the community saying, hey, guys, this is a very interesting project who was interested and contact us. So this is all ways to share, right? <laughs> share um, new opportunities, uh, share your knowledge, share your experience. So, um in in many of my conversations with many members over the past eight years uh you know we've had we've we've, we've asked members you know what is what is the most powerful part of this and what else can we do for you and people want to be able to have a way to connect with their with to know who's in the space mm -hmm. to be able to find somebody when they're looking for them or to find a specific type of service or or industry when they're looking for that um, and at the same time, they never want to lose that human element, Correct. that high yeah. touch element that the community manager offers where, you know, in a, in a very community driven space, you walk up to the community manager and you ask them who is, you know, who here is a Ruby on Rails developer. I'm looking for a Rails developer. And, you know, she says, oh, yeah, you know, Bob over there is a Rails developer. And by the way, he happens to be a, a, yeah. a cyclist, just yeah, like yeah, you. Yeah. I'll make an introduction. Yeah, yeah. And that, that sort of trust in um, sort of the, uh, the in crowd or the exclusive uh, club kind of feeling that you have when you are part of a member of a co-working mm -hmm, space, mm -hmm. you, you sort of give a little bit of trust already to somebody, even if you don't necessarily True. know them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so how do you recommend, um, you know, when, when somebody's getting set up on the platform and, and there are newer co-working space, how do you recommend to them um, how to use the platform along with the already understood community best practices that we were just discussing. It's, it's, it's well, I was interested in your session yesterday about community <laughs> and community manager and that the community manager, um, you know, so many things to do, right? Juggling and trying to uh, get stuff done that day, but, yeah. you know, but not to worry too much, but okay, I can get it done and do it tomorrow. Uh -huh. That reminds me of one of the, you know, the interviews you have with Rebecca uh -huh. and I take Rebecca or, Kovo, as an uh -huh. example, who was using uh, Bisner, and uh, they have a great, great community manager, Alex, and he, uh, I mean, yes, he knows, I think he knows everybody, but it, it takes a lot of respect, actually, to um, to have a, a tool they're using right now to easily communicate back to their 
to the members and to also instruct members to artist the members mm -hmm. to start using the platform. Yes. And and for instance, one of the the, the things in, in in the platform is to the weekly or even the di daily digest. So he selects posts from the feed, so people who are posting stuff about. Um, new opportunities, or you know, my dog, or interesting, mm -hmm. or you know, trivial um, things, and he he triggers the community to you know respond, uh, yes. even like a post or make a comment, for instance. And I think that's part of the the the, the duties, the duties. What it sounds like, <laughs> but you know, community manager uh -huh. to to make that happen, and and it doesn't go. I mean, over it happens, doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, and and. What I told you earlier is what there's all this is 80-20 rule. And we found out actually the spaces now we're in, you know, basically globally, not only in the US or Europe, but also in APEC, Asia Pacific. Um, people use it in a different way. And some spaces are, you know, they jump on it right away. Mm -hmm. People are way more comfortable in, in, in posting mm -hmm. information, ask questions, create groups in there, organize yeah. events. Others are a little bit reluctant and wait and see. So the 80% um, looking uh -huh. and you know, absorbing the information and the 20% is very active. Yeah. Um, and I can see, you know, it's interesting because um, the term community manager is obviously a sort of a buzz term these days yeah, we did, yeah. in, in co-working, but also it is a buzz term in that, you know, community manager, what most people think of as a community manager is really more of an online community manager, social media, um, oftentimes part of a marketing department mm -hmm. for a big company oh, yeah, or yeah. a big brand. Um, and 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 the skill set is a very different skill set actually it's it's similar you know of course you, you you need to be able to like people and want to be helpful and and those kinds of things but bringing people together in real life you know you're really much more of a, a tour guide or a you know a, a love julie from love boat you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 then then it's been a long time <laughs> then you are you know um somebody who's who's managing um, uh, you know, uh, conversations in um, the digital medium. And so what types of, um, what, what, what type of support do you offer or, or potentially, you know, documented best practices around how to build the online community and build engagement? Because it can be hard. You can't that's just a, build it and they'll come. Yeah. And it's, it's, we learn as we go, right? Uh -huh. That's, that's the, 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 you know, the question from Kobo as well in other space, how help me to make it sticky. Yeah. And um, how do we do this? And so we're trying to collect the best practices from an EC in Rotterdam, from you know other customers like Kleinhandel in Rotterdam and B Amsterdam and and, and also that you know I talked to you about the, the, the space in the in Seoul for instance and trying to collect that information and to you know get it into back practice. Uh -huh. And I mean there's no one size fits all, right? Yeah. You have to, okay, that, that might work for my space or yeah. that doesn't work for my space. Yeah. Or only some people. And we're not there yet. We're trying. Yeah. And we also think about setting sort of, you know, community or sort of, you know, monthly best practice webinar, for yeah. instance. And that was yeah. one of the ideas uh, that also came up in the discussions with one of the space and we're saying, hey, more than happy to, you know, to help and to share my best practice. And so Back to my point earlier, yes, we're a startup, we're young, we're, you know, the, the focus is on developing and make a tool, you know, robust and scalable uh, and, and, you know, create that base. And now we're in the stage that, okay, we have to share best practice and to show the space how to easily, you know, onboard the people, yeah. onboard the members and then how to do it. And so let's, um, let's dive into some technical sure. in, information now. Um, 
so is this an open community? And by that, I mean, um, if I if I sign my space up for Visner, um, are my members now part of a larger network no. of members? Okay. No, it's your, that was also one of the, the requests. And it doesn't mean that we are not going there to make it open. Uh -huh. um, there, there's two ways. One is, okay, we want to have a close community and I control who can be on my platform. Mm -hmm. So that's what it is today. Mm -hmm. So it's a white label, private, basically it's you. You sign up as a member and you're part of that community. There's nobody else who can go in there unless you become a member of the space. Um, but there are, you know, what I said earlier about virtual co-working, for instance, I'm not necessarily, you know, physical in that space, but I want to be part of the community. Mm -hmm. That's another thing we're looking at right now. And that was one of the requests also from, you know, the space in, in, in Bali and some other, other, um, other companies there. Uh, but you can think of connecting in a space. So if, if I want to move from one space to another, but I will still want to be connected with this space, but yes. also with the other one, yeah. how do we make that happen? So there's a lot of discussion how to make it open. Uh, and so right now we have all our individual databases, right? Mm -hmm. So it's very close, it's very private, it's very secure. Um, and you, you know, you have to think about it. Are we going to make it one big, huge database? And how do we secure it? How make it very private? But yes, their discussions are, are there. The discussions are with, you know, you know overarching organizations, mm -hmm. co-working organizations, for instance, how can we make it over? How yeah. can we connect the members yeah. or the member spaces? We're not there yet. Well, I know, I, I think of an example like CoShare, we would love to have a way to connect our members and have forums um, you know that are dedicated to our members, but also be part of a larger network. Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, one of the reasons that we haven't built our own forums is we don't want to displace or compete with, you know, the Google Group mm -hmm. and the Coworking Leadership Slack channel and where the conversations are already happening. Because yeah. that's yeah. those are where the valuable conversations yeah. are happening, yeah. and we don't want to sort of go away from that. But if we could somehow all be on one platform, having conversations there, but also have subgroups. Um, that would be super powerful. Would love but to see it's, that. But it's an interesting thing, right? So we have brief, that's a while ago, um, discussion with Lexi, for instance. One of the things came up there too, can I yeah, connect my members then, my member you know, spaces? And one of the other things that came up, there was another discussion, what if hey, I'm here, I wanna to go to Hong Kong and join the space, I have no idea where to go or who is in that space. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't it be great if I can actually, I have the ability to log in or to get access right. and find connect with someone right. in the space hey i'm going to be there for a week or the digital nomads for yeah. we talked about it also yes. so they're, 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 they're here they're <laughs> there everywhere. they're everywhere yeah it would be great if they could make that that the first connection saying i'm going to be there who is you know have similar interests right. or um that would be that's a very yeah. interesting or i'm discussion. looking for my co my next co-living space yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so um what is your pricing model we, um, thank you, uh, it's, that's also, you know, part of the startup thing, uh -huh. right? So we went to many iterations of the, the, the pricing model and, and also worked with Kovo and other spaces. What do you think? We looked at other SaaS companies, um, yeah, the big ones like uh -huh. the Microsofts or the Adobe's or the Evernotes or, you know, the Slack, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And then the feedback we got was, okay, you know, we don't want to, we don't think a user model uh, will be great or is working. Uh -huh. Uh, it's more like a tiered model. So what we've done today, actually, we have a tiered model. So 1 to 35 members, 36 to 80, 81 to 150, 151 to 250, 250 to 500, and then 500 and above, mm -hmm. uh, which is big. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how we price our, you know, our um, 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 our business platform for community and collaboration. And that starts at sixty nine dollars for the one to thirty five, goes up to one forty nine, two forty nine, three forty nine, four forty nine. And if you want the mobile apps on, on iOS or Android, we you pay an additional one fifty. I see. So as a single, maybe I have one single space. So as a single co-working operator, I could get an app for my co-working space. So that's you would provide that app. Correct. It's so it's, wow. it's so what I said earlier, it's a it's a wide label one. It looks okay. like it's your, you know, the look and feel of your co-working space with your logos, with your coloring, um, everything is your pictures, your photos, your images. And then there's on top of that, so that's the web part, okay. right? And then there's the app. So the I, whether you have iOS uh, for Apple iOS or uh, you have the Android. Uh-huh. So it's, and that's also white label. Uh-huh. And so you have, yeah, the look that's and feel awesome. of your. Yeah. Your and so um, what if I'm a multi-space operator and I want to have my, um, my members all connected in one big community, but they want to also have local communities. Are, do our subgroups, can, can members form can, their own subgroups or is that an admin function? How does that work? That's a good question. We have, you can actually have multiple locations in the overall uh, community. So you can see, okay, I'm in, in Rotterdam or I'm in Dortmund. So one of the examples is the, so where we are you know, a member at, at the, new, the new office, they have 14 locations. So we start with you know, two, uh, two or three locations as, as the pilot first. So you can pick and choose what location you are, but you can also see the overall so you can say, I see all the members in, you know, but I, and then I can see actually, oh, I'm in location Rotterdam, I'm in location Amsterdam, I'm in location Dortmund, for instance. Okay. Um, but it's not necessarily, you have this, if I understand your question correctly, separate the, the two or the three? Yeah, so, well, let's just, let's just use like a meetup as an example. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, often co-working spaces allow their members to, um, to handle a lot of sort of the evening programming that happens or, you know, to sponsor meetups in the space oh, if they've been yeah, in yeah, the community. Yeah. Or, um, you know, members will join, um, will, will group together and, and you know, create a, a, a bike, bicycling team or a running team. And um, to make those things happen, it's really nice to have a, a way to connect. And if everybody's already connecting on Bizner, it would be, um, I, I, would, I would see it as very beneficial if they could also create a subgroup like. Yes, you, oh, so the, in that way, yes, yes you can. The so Bizner you can create. Cycling group correct. Or you, so like you that. can, that's what I said, I think earlier, did I say that? Um, you can create your own groups, uh-huh. for instance, own interest groups. Yes. And saying, okay, you know, for Rotterdam or for Vegas, whatever, I create my own group here. Mm-hmm. We're interested in, in cycling or skiing, which is in Vegas, I'm not sure. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> but you can set up your own groups. You can also set up your own meetups, for instance. You can, and it depends on, on as a community manager or as an operator, what you want to do. Do you want to give the members the freedom to organize or do you want to manage? Um, the events or the meetups, and I we see. got several requests saying, you know, I want to keep, I want to be in control, mm-hmm. and there are other spaces saying, you know what, that's fine. I mean, yeah. They can organize whatever they want. Yeah. So and yes, so you, you can have, have several groups. Correct. You can do that. You can yeah. do either or. As correct. an ad, at that top admin level, you can control either, you know, depending on what your correct. brand is, whether or not your members create yes. it or your admins do. That's wonderful. And also, you can make it open, right? So everybody can see it, or you can make it a private thing. So oh, you have okay. to invite. If you're the organizer of a meetup or a group, you can set it to open. Everybody can join, or you can make it private. Right. So you can say, okay, I'm going to invite you know Iris or invite Liz or whoever, and they can join my group, and I control who's part of the group. Nice. 
Nice. So, um, do you, is there a free trial? If I was going to sign Absolutely. up? Absolutely. Okay. The more and how, the better. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. how, yeah. how long does that free trial last? Um, how long can I kind of bang it, around inside and, and see how it works? And can I add members in that free trial? Yeah, you can do whatever you, can you do whatever want. You want. So it's, it's standard is to 30-day trial. Okay. Um, but we understand also that sometimes 30 days is not enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we see it especially with, you know, new, um, new spaces. Yeah. We have some examples that... Um, okay, the plan was to open in July, and then it was delayed to August, and delayed to September, yeah. and then delayed to October. I said, okay, that's, you know, that's fine. Take your time. Um, but yes, the standard is 30 days, but we also understand there are also situations you don't control, and we're not going to be harsh and shut it down. Yeah. Um, so I always say go to the website, go to business.com. Um, we're in, in the process right now to completely revamp our website, um, which, you know, customer testimonials, it's, it's easier to navigate. Uh, you can sign up through the website. Uh, we'll create a, you know, white label specifically for your, organi for your yeah, organization, for your co-working space, uh, fully customized. Mm -hmm. And you get admin rights, so you can add as many, you know, members as you want. And, and what we're also do, uh, it's probably also part of your question, is do you integrate with other systems? So we do have the integration cobots, for instance. Okay. Um, and to one, to one step back, we don't focus on the on the on the membership, you know, management or the co-working management tools. Right. It's so you don't you don't focus on the social or keep no. a CRM or a member record management. Fully right. focused on 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 the community on the social part. I think there are great layers out there like a Cobot or a Nexodus, mm -hmm. a satellite desk work, for instance. Um, you can integrate with. So the first part we've done, the integration with Cobalt, um, and now we're working on Nexodus as well. Because there was a request, hey, can you integrate with Nexodus? So we're working on that. We're not there yet, uh, I think almost. And the next steps, we you know, got in contact. Covo actually introduced us to Satellite S work as well uh, with Barbara Springer, I think her name is. And so we tried to you know, have that discussion saying, where can we, you know, where can yeah. we integrate? And how can we complement each other? That's wonderful. And so to one, actually to add to that, actually, it, then it's easier. So if you add members to your COBA platform and Exodus seller that work, you can easily, you know, upload and write into this. Right into this and then going forward, it automatically syncs. So if you add a member into the COBA system, it automatically gets into this. Awesome. Super sexy. Um, do you uh, offer a discount or free service to nonprofits? That's also a very good question. <laughs> we haven't thought about that. Okay. But I'll, I'll take that. That's a good yeah. one. I, I ask for two reasons. I think that, um, well, there's there's plenty of nonprofit co-working spaces out there. And then um, I, I see your tool as something that could be used by organizations to not, you know, nonprofit organizations um, like, you know, the local museum. Yeah, yeah. Who want to really connect with their members um, in much the same way that a co-working community does. Like, for instance, in where I live in Santa Cruz, our local museum of, um, of uh Art and history is uh, the, the the person who recently took over the executive director mantle uh, is really really um, active in involving the community. It's a very experiential museum at this mm -hmm. point, um, and so there's a lot of family activities. Kind of every weekend, there's a family activity, yeah. and you know, of course, the outreach is all through you know through email at this point. And so it would be wonderful to see this type of application in use in in those type of communities as well. So I see a lot of opportunities. And email so yeah. outdated, yeah. right? <laughs> Ask the kids, right? I know. Yeah, no, you're right. That's a very good one, and I'll I'll take that up, and I'll we'll, we'll 
have that discussion. It's a very good one. So in terms of signing up and getting started, um, what kind of steps are people looking at? Is there, um, you know, you, you mentioned that you'll white label um, and you'll build it out to brand. Is there a, a startup cost for that or is it just the no. flat fee? Okay. No, it's, it's, we, you know, you sign up through the website, prevent uh -huh. uh, your name, your, you know, what you're looking for um, and we'll, you know, get in contact and touch with you. And we create your white label uh, URL, or you can even have a customized URL, uh -huh. uh, whatever you want. Usually, it's like gwa.bisner.com, right. or our, we use our, our own tool as our own. It's the way we work, mm -hmm. right, on the business platform. How uh, we collaborate, communicate. We try to avoid email as much as we can, um, and it's so easy with the apps, you know, to the notifications, the push yeah. notifications you can get. Um, so yeah, it's very easy to sign up through the website, create your, you know, your URL. Um, and what we usually do is it's, you know, if you want to have the time, uh, have a short call uh -huh. and walk you through, you know, what, what the platform is. Mm -hmm. And then we go from there. Wonderful. What else do you want to tell us today about Bisner? Um, the other, the cool thing is we didn't really touch on the collaboration piece. More the community. I have some questions want. about that. You're, we're that's, just at the end of our time. Okay, so. but that's that's it's another interesting um, feature you can turn on or off. What we've seen so far is that most of the spaces so far want to focus on the community first, and uh, so they turned off the collaboration piece. Oh. But that's an interesting one too, where you can actually, as a member of the space, as a small company or a freelancer, you can set up your own private workspaces. Oh. So if I work with you together on a project, if I'm a translator, whatever, um, you know, I can set up a private workspace with you. So we can collaborate and work on, on, on share files, for instance, share notes. We can, you know, work together on certain projects. Um, that's another, I think, interesting piece. That is a really interesting. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I'm sorry that we don't have more time to cover that today. Well, we can set up another one. <laughs> we can. <laughs> I've kind of got a full roster for the rest of the year, but I'm happy to talk, you know, again, mm -hmm. uh, when you guys, um, you know, I'd love to see where you're at in, you know, let's say six months to, Absolutely. to a year. Yeah. 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 So what's next for you? Um, well, that's it early. The integrations are really important. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we've, the, the cobalt's next to this, the, the satellite desk work, and we always, you know, we're looking into, okay, what, what can we integrate? I mean, I said earlier, we don't want to, you know, reinvent the wheel. We don't want to do everything. It's more like how can we connect easily connect with other great tools that are out there that are valuable for co-working spaces mm -hmm. or share, you know, shared office space. So that's that's the focus. Uh, that's one. And the other thing, of course, is the is make the platform better. Mm -hmm. So the more feedback we get, uh, the better. We got a lot of requests, and, and Cova is an example, or you know, the other spaces in Rotterdam or in APEC. Um, you know, more features. How can we make the life easier. It doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to implement it overnight. Of course, we create our list and say, if it benefits all the spaces, yes, absolutely, gets on top of the list. Mm -hmm. Is if it's only you, and I know you really <laughs> want it, but you know what? We have to think about, you know, make it scalable yeah. and make it useful for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and of course, we're looking at other ways. So the co-working spaces first, but how can we? To your point earlier, Museum or in church community, how can we universities? Mm -hmm. How can we actually use the platform to broader yeah and and also you never know corporations you mean there's discussions going on during conference right now at uh, corporate co-working right. uh, which is really interesting yes. so we're looking at all sorts of opportunities Wonderful. but first thing first is a co-working world 
Well, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. And again, thanks for your patience with our technical yeah, difficulties here in the hotel today. Thanks for having me. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you for listening and watching today. And um, I look forward to talking with you next week from Juicy Canada in Montreal. And I will be interviewing a guest who is at the conference there. We'll be talking about their experience at Juicy. So have a wonderful week. Keep being your awesome self uh, and changing the world as you are. And we'll see you next time.